Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello and welcome back to the Deliciously Stellar podcast. I'm back on my quest to get the glow. Today, I'm going to be telling you about my first forays into the world of extremely hot yoga. I wanted to kill the dog. That was the main thing I wanted to do. I hate the downward dog. Dietitian Sean Porter will be joining me again, giving me the facts about food and talking to me about the lemon and cayenne pepper diet. Headaches are very common. You can feel lethargic, tired, irritable, feeling hungry, unsurprisingly. Oh, <laughs> thinking about it makes me shudder. I'm also going to be talking to my lovely mum about some of my weirder childhood eating habits. You wouldn't touch anything that was a vegetable. So recently I got asked to host my very first yoga class and the idea was that this yoga class was like quite cool and for everyone so I mean god knows why I got asked to host it. So I'm here at Hot Pod Yoga having just taken my first yoga class. I'm sweating like a pig in a cellar. I look absolutely disgusting and I'm about to do some press shots and I've got someone called Carly here who's going to tell us about the class. So Carly how long have you been doing yoga? So I started about three years ago and my first class was a hot class and I it was hell absolute hell. I don't know why I'm still coming but it's kind of got me now. So your first class was a hot one as well. Did you do a whole hour? Uh, it was 90 minutes. I don't know what I was thinking. I know. That's bonkers. That's absolutely bonkers. Okay, I've got to ask you an important question. Do you eat clean? I'm eating clean for the first three days of my life. I'm sorry, but usually I eat really fucking dirty. I'm disappointed in you, Carly, although I did enjoy that innuendo. So what are you doing? Have you eaten any chia pudding? <laughs> no, but I've eaten well for the first three days of my life. And annoyingly, I feel good. And I'm annoyed because usually cake makes me feel good. So yeah, I'll be back on it by the end of the week. Well, you're looking good on it, babe. So it was sort of, it was hot yoga, but it was in a sort of bouncy castle. And the bouncy castle was heated to 37 degrees centigrade. Yeah, I mean, they call it hot yoga, but you don't realise how hot it's going to be. It's like doing yoga in a sauna. I've just, I've never willed something to end so much in my life. And I was thinking, well, you know, I'm deliciously stellar, so they'll probably just ask me to eat cake and lie down. Not the case. I get there and I have to do this whole yoga class. Bearing in mind, I have never done yoga in my entire life. And because I thought I was going to be lying down and wearing like full leggings, a t-shirt, everyone else is in like their bra and pants. We start moving and I'm like, I'm sweating in my eyes. I'm sweating in my mouth. I don't want to be near any other people. I managed to rope in my friend Will to come with me and he just kept looking over at me going, I hate you. I actually hate you. 
it wasn't my finest hour. At one point, I was sort of looking around the room, wondering if anyone had sort of like brought in their keys and I could use them to rip through the lining of the bouncy castle and escape because I was so unbelievably hot. I'm a bit of a sulky cow. If I didn't want to do anything, I would just go to child's pose, which I found out is basically just like sort of lying down in quite a comfortable position. But literally every time that we got asked to do the downward dog, I just had this audible sigh from Will. He was just like, oh. I loved it. The highlight for me was when a bit of wax fell out of my ear, which I've actually been working at for the last week. So that was actually quite a good thing for me. Okay, so that's a success story. I have to say that you and I look like the hottest people in the whole room. <laughs> at one point I considered literally breaking free. Did it occur to you? I wanted to kill the dog. That was the main thing I wanted to do. I hate the downward dog. I also hate the downward dog. Why did it happen so often? <laughs> then at the end, as a sort of like, oh, deliciously Stella's here, I had to get up in front of everyone and do a sort of five-minute set of yoga moves, which I made up. And uh, they involved moves like the abused goose, which is sort of how I imagine a goose to look like when it's been sort of force-fed for foie gras. Um, and there was the porpoise trapped in a net, which basically involved me just sort of like lying on my side and thrashing really violently. And like the weirdest thing is that quite a lot of the people who came to this were just turning up for a normal yoga class and didn't know who I was and then had to sort of lie there and thrash around like they were a porpoise in a net and they had no idea why they were doing it. It was unbelievably awkward. And then when it was finally over, the endurance test that was this yoga class was finally over. And I met these really lovely girls who'd come to meet me and they all wanted a selfie. Now, bear in mind, I'm so sweaty. I literally look like Joseph Fritzl. Like, I've never been so revolting. And I'm taking these selfies and they start cropping up all over Instagram. And I'm like, another one bites the dust. Another chance at future happiness destroyed by how rank I am all the time. My granny used to tell me that um, ladies glow, men perspire and horses sweat. There was nobody glowing in that pod. So the irony in this whole thing is that I had a pretty terrible time and I got paid in yoga classes. So I thought I was going to get a voucher, but what I got was this sort of plaque the size of a blue seat that said, this gives you 10 free classes. It's like a BAFTA. I was like, I don't need this. You're supposed to be like an eco-yoga lovely company and you give me this giant plaque. How is that saving the environment? Yeah, no, I haven't cashed it in. So it's coming up for Valentine's Day and you know, Valentine's Day is not one of my favourite holidays. I'm always like, oh, you know, it's really corporate, it's really shit. But then when it comes down to it, if I have got a boyfriend on Valentine's Day, I will have an absolute shit fit if they don't do something. Like, I think I'm so cool. I'm like, oh, I don't believe in it. But good God, I do. I remember once I had a boyfriend who made me a card. And you're like, oh, cute, that's nice. He made me a card with a rose on the front with one of those, like, stop smoking signs on it to be like, I'm not getting you anything. He then went to a gig with another girl. I lost the plot. I was absolutely furious. My mum sends me a Valentine's card every year and denies it's from her every year. My parents are deeply concerned that I'm going to die alone with cats. My grandmother was also quite concerned. It got to a point where um, I was going to family reunions and I was getting hit on. It was like family reunions had become speed dating events. 
and everyone who was a distant enough cousin to not give me disabled children was up for grabs. My parents are actually distantly related, so it's not out of the question that I would be pimped out to someone who's not that far away from me. It's not good. Um, hello and welcome back, Sean Porter, dietitian. Um, so today we are going to be talking about a diet that I embarked on once at school, probably for about half a day, to be honest, um, called the Lemon and Cayenne Pepper Diet. It was popularised by none other than Beyonce. Um, and it basically involves drinking a mixture of lemon juice, water, maple syrup and cayenne pepper. And, yeah, I mean, effectively it's hell. Sean, what do you think about this awful, awful decision? Well, <laughs> you were young, so let's put it down to, <laughs> to youth. Um, no, I wouldn't recommend anybody followed this diet. There has been some research that people say about chilli or KN or anything like that, it raises your metabolic rate. But actually the amount you'd have to eat to have that effect, it's the active ingredients in chilies. It would be about 50 chilies, so I don't think many of us are going to do that soon. Again, it comes down to the, the drinks are about 100 calories each because you put maple syrup in them to give you some calories. So if you're having about eight over the day, that's going to give you about 800 calories. So again, you'll be having less calories than you normally do, which is why you will lose the weight. Obviously, the side effects, you're going to probably get lots of trips to the loo with all that laxative and all that cayenne pepper. Um, and also you're drinking a lot of water. Headaches are very common. You can feel lethargic, tired, irritable, feeling hungry, unsurprisingly. You know, if, if you were going to do this, it would be quite hard to function. This is something that you should, even they say, you should only follow for a maximum of 10 days and you should have an easing out and easing off period. And you will put the weight back on very, very quickly. So it's not to be recommended. Wow. OK, so effectively, it is just starving yourself, isn't it? It is. And they recommend having this laxative tea. And then if you're really hardcore, then you can do this thing called a salt flush, which is really unpleasant. And it's something you should do where you're going to be very close to a loo. And the idea is that you're getting rid of all the toxins in your body. But, you know, you've got kidneys and you've got other organs that do that for you. So your body, again, you know, look after it and it will look after you. Um, I'm genuinely quite concerned about the... Uh... The chilli thing, 50 chilies, because um, I would say that everyone who I know who went to a school like mine has got a real taste for chilli, and that's because we were so convinced that by heaping hot sauce on our food, it would speed up our metabolisms. And I still can't really eat anything without putting hot sauce on it. It's become a really terrible habit. But will that literally make no difference? Again, another great fact is you actually burn calories eating it's called dietary induced thermogenesis so you actually burn calories eating and putting on your hot sauce it probably won't have much an effect it might make things a bit more palatable if they're not that palatable so maybe ease off the chili sauce wow that is actually that's blown my mind because i was convinced that that was the truth that i was going to get so thin from all of my hot sauce Something else that has been of interest to me, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to talk about this publicly, um, but a friend of mine um, works as a sort of family PA and she is in very close contact with... And his diet is basically, she eats twice a day. Every single day, she eats fat-free corn soup, a steamed piece of fish, 
a steamed vegetable and then like five portions of frozen berries. Is that sustainable for the rest of your life? Is she getting enough nutrition? Is she going to keel over? I mean, she's not looking great. Obviously, what you told me is anecdotal, so it's hard to comment on somebody's diet without actually seeing them. And sometimes in the BDA press office, we get sent photos of people and say, what do you think the diet's like? It can be very hard to say what somebody's diet's like by just looking at a photo. God, maybe I should be eating what she eats. Well, I think everybody's different. And she's got a lot of help. You know, that's just what often people forget when they see celebrities promoting diets or products or a certain lifestyle is it's their job to look good and you might invest in your certain things with your job and especially if you're a celebrity who's doing well you've probably got the money to have somebody to cook for you or deliver your food you can buy what you like so you've got all all that help there that's actually um, really interesting because that's one of the main things I feel like one of the main reasons I started the Instagram account deliciously seller is I felt like there was really Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Unnecessary pressure on women to look a certain way. And the pressure was coming from women who literally lived to be that way. And so for someone who's... You know, job is to write books about healthy eating. Healthy eating is the most important thing to them and that's their job and that's their livelihood. Whereas someone like me who was at my desk or whatever, you know, I might be eating a packet of hula hoops, you know, for my breakfast, but I'm also, you know, trying to develop a television programme or whatever it is that you do and I can't concentrate all of my energies on my diet and my exercise. Like, I wish it was a bit better, but sometimes it's just not feasible Yeah, I I think as well, people strive for perfection and trying to be perfect is exhausting and really can be, yeah, almost almost impossible. And I think if occasionally you have hula hoops for breakfast, I wouldn't recommend you do it every day or you're busy and you just grab something fine. But if you're doing that day in, day out, then that's not fine. But then on the converse of that, if you're having kale smoothies five times a day, that's not okay either. So I'm over at my friend Flora's house and she is actually making me a glass of the lemon and cayenne pepper mixture. It looks like a really weak, horrible Bloody Mary. Oh, it's spicy. Oh, she's just tried some. It's disgusting. I'm actually going to try it. I'm quite nervous. You might sense the tone in my voice. Think how 
strong spicy cayenne is actually as well. That it's like it looks like Bloody Mary with bits in it. It does not taste as such though. It's quite spicy. Oh, my throat's on fire. It smells like living hell. Go on. Give it a tingle. <coughs> oh my god, Jesus wept. It's like drinking Tabasco. It's disgusting. Is is anyone actually okay after drinking that? No wonder your bum is on fire. I feel like my bum's on fire now. Oh my god, that's I no, I never want to try any of it ever again. I can't believe you did this to yourself. And as soon as you start eating again, you get fat, right? Oh yeah, because you're not actually allowed to eat anything. You're li- literally just drinking this all the time. What it is, it's meant to have all the sustenance you have. So I don't know what the lemon does. It probably flushes everything out of your system with the kind. But then you put in the little syrupy stuff and that's meant to sort of like keep you going. That's your sugar, your energy boost for the day. I mean, it's ridiculous. Here we go. Have another sip. You see, I see that syrup and I think that's the kind of thing they use to like top your yogurt. Not like sustain you for a few days. Here we go. I love how you're trying to make it more gourmet and you're like putting more stuff in it. There's no way. There's no saving that. You can't polish a turd, Flora. <laughs> Down the hatch. It's so bad. It's so, so bad. Oh, unreal. I mean, I can see why it would make you lose weight. It's just water, basically. Spicy water. Drank just water all the time. Of course you're going to lose weight. <laughs> but then they put in some silly spices and some lemon and a bit of sucre. I mean, you might as well just starve yourself. It's essentially just like being locked up in prison and being on, like, you know, hunger strike. I'm glad you got to taste it so you now know what you're chatting about and the pain that we all went through. My throat's still a little bit on fire, actually, from that initial taste, just to make sure it tasted right for yourself. I literally feel like I've immediately got terrible heartburn. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. It's not ideal at all. My throat's on fire. My bum's going to be, I mean, it's going to be explosive later probably. Great, yay. <laughs> weight loss, weight loss. Yeah, well, thanks so much, Floz. Thanks for letting me try it. And um, yeah, never again. Never again. Yeah. So I've been working on a project that I'm not allowed to talk about. Um, and it meant that I moved back in with my parents for a little bit. Um, and so I've been spending quite a lot of time with my lovely mum. And I decided that um, I was going to interview her about some childhood eating habits. So I'm here with my mum, who is enjoying a lovely glass of white wine. Um, she's feeling pretty triumphant because she's just worked out how to use our family WhatsApp group, which we've had for about a year I kind of find myself um, absentmindedly messaging my sister being like, mum has gone so crazy and then realising she's on it and worrying. But now I don't have to worry because I've realised that she actually didn't know how to use it. She's also slightly hanging her head in shame because we caught her for breezing the dog, which is apparently a viable option instead of actually washing the thing. So mum, can you please explain to me why you breezed the dog? Because it's the winter time and I've only got cold water outside and he's a very large Labrador and he smelled. <laughs> he did smell pretty bad, but you also tried to claim that my aunt also Febreze's the dogs, which transpired to not be true. So I want to know, where did you get this idea from? I don't know. I kept on having to Febreze various things for various children over the Christmas holidays. So I just thought, why not the dog? So I'm going to talk to mum a bit about um, my eating habits as a child. Mum and I have actually got quite similar tastes. I think we could argue. We both hate goat's cheese. We both hate bananas. I mean, we generally like most things. Mum is a very amazing cook. 
Um, but when I was younger, it was a little bit different. Can you tell me a little bit about what I used to like to eat when I was younger, ma'am? Um, crisps, hula hoops. You loved hula hoops and ricicles and pity for Lou yogurts. But you wouldn't touch anything that was a vegetable. You would eat chunks of cucumber. But I used to have to actually chop and cook carrots and I used to make sausages so I could get some vegetables into you. Um, ladies and gentlemen, this is the 90s. So feeding children hula hoops and ricicles was like fine. That was totally like staple parts of my diet. Um, I had a bit of an interesting um, thing about fish fingers. What did I used to do? You used to take all the breadcrumbs off the fish fingers. You would skin the fish fingers, which did completely upset a lot of the mothers of your friends when you went to have lunch and they had to skin your fish fingers. You would then eat the skin after you'd eaten the fish finger with lots of ketchup, of course. Yeah, a friend of mine, um, Jessica Swinton, her mum, Leslie, still looks at me with a sort of glint of fear in her eye when she sees me walking towards her because she remembers the days of having to peel my fish fingers and how fussy and annoying and awful I was. Um, but yeah, I was really not a fan of vegetables. I think there was actually an instant where dad made me sit on the stairs for two hours. Yes, you were about two and a half and we, all we wanted you to do was to eat one pea. And after two and a half hours and you refusing to eat a pea, I just decided it wasn't worth the hassle and I've never forced my children to actually sit on the stairs or told them they couldn't get down without finishing a meal. It was just too much hassle and Bella was far too stubborn. Yeah, no, I was pretty stubborn, but I mean, I'm not nearly as bad as my other sister. My other sister, Francesca, doesn't like any food. She doesn't like cheese unless it's melted. She only ate chocolate buttons when she was little. In fact, my dad said that um, her nappies used to smell of chocolate buttons because that is all she would eat. Do you agree Francesca was worse? Yes, she was nearly the first anorexic two-year-old and I did ask the health visitor whether she was healthy and whether she would be all right. Um, and she was all right, yes. Um, also worth mentioning, my other sister is allergic to artificial colourings and um, she used to have sort of attacks which would usually involve something like her running down the drive, my dad picking her up, her jumping out of a moving car. She once locked my au pair, who is now married to my uncle and is my aunt, in a bathroom and attacked her after she had only eaten one orange Tic Tac. Yes, Katrina had this problem. Luckily, it only tended to relate to snacks because we did actually cook as a family and she didn't eat too many other things. But it was a serious problem for her. So you could you could say that you haven't been really blessed, children rise, <laughs> with our childhood eating habits at all. Um, well, you would probably say otherwise, because I know you and the next one down both lived off spaghetti hoops and things like that. And your brother and sister, who are much younger, don't actually know what a spaghetti hoop is because they ate fresh tortellini. Um, but no, your eating habits were not brilliant, but you've all turned out all right and you seem to like food. Learning to cook it yourself has helped. Yeah, mum made us all do cookery courses so we'd be able to nail down a rich man. Um, it's gone actually quite well. I'm actually a pretty good cook. My brother has yet to go, so we're hoping that he's going to be absolutely rubbish. He might just turn out to be the best chef. We'll see. Yeah, I think the people who he's going to be cooking for on his ski season will see. 
Well, thanks so much for talking to me, Mum. Do you have anything else you want to say about me being a terrible child? No, you were so beautiful. We could forgive you anything, darling. So I went to my friend's birthday party in like a pub in Clapton. It was all very nice. Lots of people I haven't seen for ages. And there's this thing that happens in me sometimes where I sort of like, I tip over into this like terrifying person called the white wine werewolf. So when I drink too much white wine, something happens. It's like lady petrol. Like I'm like tanked up, out of control. And usually I like, I think I'm really cool. I talk about myself loads and I like think I'm really sexy, but I'm absolutely not. And it was unbelievably horrific. One of the worst things that's ever happened is all of my friends do this. I think it's a thing about like yeah, women in their 20s. My friend once went on a date with a guy and she'd been drinking all afternoon. She had a glass of white wine and then that was it. So the next thing she does is she checks him into a private members club under her ex-boyfriend's name, orders a club sandwich on her ex-boyfriend's tab, snogs her date in full view of a crowded restaurant, goes to the loo and falls asleep and is then awakened by the sound of her ex-boyfriend banging on the bathroom door. He's like, have you ordered a fucking club sandwich on my tab? She was like, uh, yeah, and have you got a problem with that? Her date has, like, fled because she's been asleep for 45 minutes. And then she wakes up the next day and thinks that she can never go on a date again because she's so mortified. It's awful. But that is what the white wine werewolf does. It turns you into an absolute terrorist. One of my friend's mums won't have us over to the house anymore because the white wine werewolf is so persistent and so badly behaved. We were meant to be having this party at my friend's house in the country and her parents referenced about 10 different things that we had done since we'd been going there. And they were like, it's not the Playboy Mansion. You cannot come back. Thanks so much for listening again. I hope you've enjoyed the podcast. If you want to get in touch or even feature on the podcast, you can at me on Instagram at deliciouslystella or you can drop me an email deliciouslystella at gmail.com. This week's hot yoga got me glowing, but not in the way that I wanted. So the quest to get the... Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Glow continues. 